Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer. But I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, well, get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner. And you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. All right, welcome back to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. This is episode 43, and you can find everything we talk about today at everydayconversion.com forward slash BOM 43. And I mentioned in yesterday's episode that I was going to spend the rest of the week preparing for General Conference. Uh, we've talked a lot you know, this year about the fact that President Nelson has said that this is going to be an unforgettable conference and that it's going to be like no other conference and that there we're, we're going to be focusing on the restoration of the gospel. And I went back this morning as I was, as I was preparing because I'm, I'm recording this on Wednesday the 1st, so it's, what, three days until conference. And... I was asking myself, and I wrote down in my study journal here, my study journal, uh, what does Heavenly Father want me to know prior to general conference? And so I wrote that down, and then I said a prayer before I started my study. And as I was praying, something came to my mind that Heavenly Father told me that I needed to do and I needed to focus on for this conference. And it, it came kind of out of the blue. Um and it was a very clear impression, and I wrote it down. Um, and wh- what what Heavenly Father wants me to do for conference, and I'm not saying this is for you or anything you need to do, um, but I would encourage you to ask that question and pray to know the answer, because I believe, based on my experience, it was a very quick and a distinct answer as to what I needed to do in preparation for this conference. And for me, what it was is it came to mind to me very clearly that the most important thing that I can do for this conference is to prepare my kids to receive a witness, to receive a testimony of the Book of Mormon, of the restoration of the gospel, and of Joseph Smith. And that came as a surprise for me because I was asking for myself, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to prepare for conference? But that was the answer that came to me, and it was very, very clear um, and, and really unmistakable for me. And the other thing that came to my mind was Moroni chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. Um, and obviously that is a, a, a scripture that addresses that seeking to know um, peace. And it's one that every missionary shares with people as they teach them. It's one that, uh, you know, shoot, what is it? 2027, 16 years, no, 17, 18 years ago almost. Maybe 19, geez. 18 or 19 years ago, the missionary shared with me. Um, and invited me to do. And, and we all, you know, if, if you've read it, if, you, if you're a member of the church, you've read this most, most likely, or you've heard somebody quote it. 
Uh, Behold, I would exhort you that when you shall read these things, meaning the Book of Mormon, if it be wisdom in God that you should read them, that you would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men from the creation of Adam, even down until this time, until the time that you shall receive these things and ponder it in your hearts. And when you shall receive these things, I would exhort you that you would ask God, the eternal father in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. And if you shall ask with a sincere heart and real intent, having faith in Christ, he will manifest the truth unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, you may know the truth of all things. And so I started thinking, what can I do to help my kids to prepare for conference, to help them have a spiritual experience? And one of the things that came to my mind was the fact that I can't force them to have a desire. I can't force them to uh, pray with a sincere heart. I can't force them to have real intent. I can't force them to ask if these things are not true. I, I just can't because we have we have agency, and that's not possible. But what I can do is create a an environment that will foster that desire, an environment where I can I, I can create an environment that is the best possible for them to come to that conclusion that they want to know this is true. One of the greatest things I realized is that as a family, we've been reading the Book of Mormon since the beginning of the year. You know, before that, we had been kind of on and off. I think we were like many families. We had read First uh, Nephi um, chapters one through like seven or ten many times, uh, but it never really stuck with it. And this year, we have, and we're a little bit behind. Uh, we're just about to finish Second Nephi, and I'm glad that we have a couple weeks where there's not we're not moving forward with with uh, studying the Book of Mormon because of Easter and because of conference, so we can get caught back up. But this is the farthest we've ever read in the Book of Mormon. And so they have read these things, as Moroni says. So we've done a lot of preparation in advance. But I wrote down some things that I'm going to do to prepare my kids. And I share these with you, not because it's what you should do. Like I said, I think you need to ask for yourself what it is that you need to do to prepare for conference. Um, But I'll share these with you because they're what came to my mind. And hopefully they spark something for for you. But before I do, I want to share what President Nelson said back in January when he was inviting us to prepare for conference. Um, he said, and I'll, I'll link to this, this post in, uh, in the show notes, but he says, um, we invite you to be a major part in sharing the message of the ongoing restoration of the Savior's gospel. We will share more about this soon, but you can start today by acting on the invitations I extend to you, extended to you at last general conference to immerse yourself in the glorious light of the restoration. Um, then he, he suggests that we read Joseph Smith's first vision. Um, he suggests that we ponder questions like how would my life be different if my knowledge gained from the book of Mormon was suddenly taken away or how the events, uh, that followed the first vision made a difference for me and my loved ones. And then he says this, he says, select your own questions, design your own plan, act on any of these invitations to prepare yourself for sharing the gospel, the important messages of the ongoing restoration. As you seek Jesus Christ in these efforts, God will prepare you to receive further light. And this is the the part that really, really hit me. It is your personal preparation that will help April's General Conference become for you not only memorable, but unforgettable. The time to act is now. This is a hinge point in the history of the church, and your part is vital. And I think that's the thing. Like everybody's been quoting President Nelson saying that next conference is going to be unforgettable. It's going to be memorable. But he clearly says here that it's our personal preparation that will make it unforgettable and that will make it memorable. 
And that's where I realized, and and we've been my family, my wife and I have been talking about, you know, how do we make this? How do we prepare? How do we how do we do that? You know, we're gonna watch. Um, well, I, I, this is one of the things on the list. But so here's the things that I came up with, and I'll just share these with you as I'm as I'm in the process of of planning out the next few days and making sure that we really make it a focal point uh, for our kids uh, to focus on general conference and to gain this witness of the restoration and of, of the, of the gospel and of the book of Mormon. And to be clear, um, when I say that, because I know I have a few friends that maybe aren't members that might see this, um, or hear this, the reason that's in the gain that testimony is because it's knowing that the gospel has been restored, that we also know that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world. And not only is the savior of the world, but that he is active in our lives today that his gospel is restored in its fully and it's in its entirety. Um, and that he speaks through a prophet, just like he has in times of past, that he now speaks through a prophet. And then if we listen to that prophet, we can be blessed and guided by Jesus Christ, just like, just like the saints of old were. So here's the things that I came up with that I'm going to do to try to help, um, prepare my kids for conference. Um, you know, the first one is to read uh, the passages that I wrote down to them. You know, there's I, I found passages that are uh, Book of Mormon authors um, testifying of the Book of Mormon and exhorting us to follow it. So, Second Nephi thirty three ten through fifteen, Moroni nine thirty through thirty seven, Moron or Mormon nine thirty through thirty seven. Excuse me, Moroni ten three through five and twenty seven through thirty four. And then a couple others that talk about Joseph Smith. First one being Doctrine and Covenant 76, 22 through 24. This is Joseph Smith's testimony um, during the vision that he had of the three degrees of glory. And this is was so powerful to me as I read it today because it really crystallizes for me why um, it's so important that we have a witness of, of the restoration of the Book of Mormon and, and of Joseph Smith being a prophet because of the testimony that he bore throughout his life of the Savior, Jesus Christ, and the things that he said. And I, I love this, and it hit me really powerfully as I read it today. And it always does, um, but I haven't read it for a while. Uh, so I want to share it with you here now. Um, and now, after the many testimonies which have been given of him, meaning Christ, this is the testimony, last of all, which we give of him, that he lives. For we saw him even on the right hand of God. And we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the father, that by him and through him and of him, the worlds are and were created. And the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters unto God. I love that quote. And I think if there's anything that sums up um, Joseph Smith's ministry, Joseph Smith's life, the work that he did, it is that quote right there, that the last testimony they give after all the testimonies that have been given, the last one that they give is that he lives, that Jesus Christ lives, that he was resurrected, that he is the savior of the world, that we are all begotten sons and daughters of him because of his atonement. And I think that's so vitally important. Um, and then the last one is Doctrine and Covenants 135 verses 1, 3, 6, and 7. So we're going to read those passages. I want to read those with them and talk about them. I also want to share with them how I came to know that the, that the restoration um, it did indeed happen, that Joseph Smith was a prophet, that the Book of Mormon is true, that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is indeed Jesus Christ's church on the earth today. I want to share that with them um, and, and share my testimony of how I came to know that was true uh, when I was a young man. I want them to, uh, in every prayer we say as a family, to ask Heavenly Father if the Book of Mormon is true. 
um, and the church are true, to ask him if those are true and ask that him to give them that witness during conference. I also want to sit with them in their personal prayers and have them ask those same questions and encourage them and coach them in doing so. Um, and, and that's something that I haven't been the best at. Um, you know, my, my daughter's 11. And so a lot of times we just say, hey, say your personal prayers. But I think it's important that that we sit down and, and we we have that conversation and I encourage them to do their personal prayers. Um, I want to encourage them to write down why they want to know the church is true. Like I said, I can't force them to want to know. I can't force them to have a desire, but encourage them to sit down and to think about it and ask themselves, why, why do I want to know? What, what does that do for me? What is that? Why is it important to me to know? Um, and then along those same lines, and there might be some overlap here, have them uh, write down what it means to them if the church is true, if the, if the church has been restored, if the gospel has been restored. What does that mean in their lives? How does that affect their lives and their decisions and the things they do in the future and, and the, the possibilities in their life? Uh, we started last night, but we're going to watch the Restoration movie, um, Joseph Smith, Prophet of the Restoration. That's on Mormon Channel. I think it's on. Um, I think it's also on uh, YouTube, probably. But it's that hour long representation of Joseph Smith's life. It's the longer version, not the one that's 18 minutes or whatever it is, but the full length version, the hour hour movie. And so we're going to finish watching that before conference to give them a visual. You know, as, as kids, it's important for them to have a visual representation of, of the first vision of, of Joseph Smith's life, of the testimony that he bore. Um, and then, you know, the final thing that I'm going to do, and, and I say final, but I'm sure I'll come up with other things as time goes on. The final thing that I'm going to do is, is I'm going to make sure that I'm praying fervently personally and also with my wife that God will give our kids that answer, that witness, that he will answer their prayers so that, that you know, and, and as I was thinking about this, I realized that it needed to be a pleading with him. You know, I want this conference to be unforgettable. I want, uh, you know, certainly my daughter who's 11, um, definitely if possible, my son who's seven, um, to have a powerful witness from this test from this conference. I want it to be memorable and unforgettable for them. I want them to be able to look back and say, you know, the April 2020 general conference was the one where I received witness that Jesus Christ is my savior, that Joseph Smith was his prophet, that the Book of Mormon is true and that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is Christ's church. I want them to be able to have that. And I want them to look back and and to be able to have this promise um, from President Nelson, that it will be memorable and unforgettable for them in their lives, and that it is a hinge. You know, President Nelson says that this is a hinge point in the history of the church, and I want it to be a hinge point in their personal testimonies as well. Now, my my youngest son is two and a half. I don't think he's going to be quite there yet, and that's okay. But I think he too can feel the spirit, and I think that will be, um, even if it's subliminally or subconsciously, I think it will be an impact on him if we focus on on this in the next few days and during conference. So um, I hope that's helpful. Like I said, I encourage you to ask that same question. Um, you know, how does what does Heavenly Father want me to do or want me to know prior to general conference? What does he want me to focus on? What questions does he want me to ask? What does he want me to do? Um, I think that's one of the most powerful things we can do is, you know, a lot of times we sit down and we write down questions. You know, a lot of people encourage that write down questions that you want to answer for conference. But I think the step before that is to ask Heavenly Father what questions we should ask, because Heavenly Father certainly knows. And um, as we do that, we can truly pray in the name of Jesus Christ, like we talked about a few uh, a few episodes ago, uh, because we have the mind of Christ and the, and, the, and the thoughts of Christ, because we ask in His name. 
So I encourage you to do that. We have uh, today's Wednesday, you know, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday is the first sessions of conference. And I encourage you to spend these next few days asking yourself, what does Heavenly Father want you to know prior to conference? And what does he want you to do? And what does he want you to ask? And if you'll do that, I promise you that as President Nelson has said, it will be a not only a memorable conference, but an unforgettable general conference. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited for it, um, especially with everything going on in the world, to be able to still um, gather my family together and to listen to the words of the Lord through his prophets and his apostles. I'm so excited for that, and I, I look forward to it. So you can get everything we talked about today at everydayconversion.com forward slash BOM43. And the links to everything we talked about, those scriptures that I'm going to share with my kids, and we will see you in the next episode. All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm trying to be like Jesus. But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes, and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org. 